Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Emra Goltekin. Emra Goltekin is the co-founder and CEO of Chooch.ai. As a serial entrepreneur, he has more than 20 years building startups and businesses from engineering consultancy to real estate development to commercial and social investment consulting under his belt. Before launching Cooch AI, Goltekin was CEO of Terra Invest, creating, developing a platform where commercial and social endeavors deliver value to investors and stakeholders alike. Prior, he served as board member of the governmental DEIK, Foreign Economic Relations Board. In his early life, he was a successful entrepreneur in Turkey and in the U.S. Goltekin was educated at Brown University and Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Well, good afternoon, Amra. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Brian. It's great to be here. Absolutely. And thank you. And you're very, very welcome. Appreciate you making the time uh, being out of California. We're in the Kansas City time zone. But again, you making the time is just awesome. And we appreciate that. Plus, we get to get to hear your story today. And we're going to get it out there to our global audience. So, Emma, let's just jump right into the questions here. Let's talk about your career a little bit. In economics, consulting, you were a senior executive. Now you're the co-founder and CEO of Chooch AI. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, thank you, Brian, for that question. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if there's a secret, but, uh, you know, I make a joke that I was trained in the social sciences, but basically there was no money there. So I had to become an entrepreneur pretty much straight out of college. That's really like my story, but it's, it's, a, it's a tough road full of risks, as you know. So you need to kind of either have an appetite for that type of risk or have very little outside options. And usually those two are kind of correlated. Uh, my story is like my strength has been being a visionary. Uh, so I kind of see where things are sort of headed based on numbers and intuition. And I make pretty bold bets on those. And that's kind of worked for me um, in the past. And it's working here as well. So the issue is always really about how do you execute and get to those targets? Um, that's, that's kind of, if you're a visionary, you know, you know what you want to get, but can you, can you actually execute and do that? And you kind of discover things as you move along. My path has been, you know, we've been in, I've been in traditional businesses, as you know, and uh, this is a deep tech business at Chooch. In traditional businesses uh, in mature markets, it's easier to navigate. Things are better defined and so forth. So being an entrepreneur there is, is nice, but it's, it's also kind of, you know, there's a comfort zone there. Harder to penetrate for sure, but easier to navigate and so forth. But in deep tech, what we're doing now with AI, and uh, it's, it's very, very exciting. But on the other hand, it's, it's very unknown, right? There's a lot to juggle. Uh, you're not just trying to s- go into a market. You're trying to create a market, right? And you're, you're trying to create a sustainable product at the same time. So there are compounding risks and returns there, I would say. So that's my background and, and how I think about entrepreneurship and about business in general. For Chooch, it's been very, very interesting because uh, we are in the process of copying human visual comprehension into machines. And it's hard to understand what that means, but it means cameras and it means machines who can perceive, capture images and video can actually understand what they're looking at and provide that detail to humans. So that's the big idea. And the challenge is really beyond just business. It's, it's really a fundamental, potentially a fundamental change to how we humans operate. 
So, you know, that's what we're doing right now is very challenging and it's also very, very rewarding at the same time. Thank you. I appreciate that. And of course, this is a tech platform, so we'll get into a little bit here in a little bit. But Emra, this podcast is timely, right? There was massive earthquakes in Turkey and Syria recently, and maybe you could share with us what types of AI analysis and geospatial technology that Chuch provides to the disaster and emergency relief presidency of Turkey. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's timely. Um, you know, unfortunately, um, this earthquake is the largest natural disaster and just a general crisis in Turkey since its founding in 1923. I'm originally Turkish, and so it really hit us big. Um, and we have a team out there of engineers, and they've five of them have have lost relatives and so forth. So it, it became very personal. But even before then, uh, we've been involved in geospatial image recognition since 2018, 2019. And here in the U.S., um, uh, our first use cases were also disaster related. They were fire detection. As you know, in California, there are lots of fires. So we're trying to detect fires from drones and from space. So we've been at this for a while in terms of uh, geospatial image analysis. The question here was always, can you build a foundational AI model that can pretty much comprehend everything visually? And so why is that important? It's important because you need to be able to be dynamic enough to kind of answer these natural disasters very, very quickly. So over the years, we developed you know, numerous models and some are being used for disaster assessments as well. And we've built out uh, several change detection models. So if we go into this a, a little bit technically, uh, you know, when you're looking at imagery from satellites or from drones, uh, you're looking at different types of imagery. They're very big files. It takes humans a long time to look at things and try and figure those things out. Uh, what AI does is it, it scans all of them and provides you the detail that you want. Buildings that are, that are destroyed or damaged or any types of change detections that you have. So we use these models to, uh, to detect the, the damage assessment in Turkey and Syria over the last couple of weeks. And we, we actually uh, open source that. And uh, we've we provided to the relative disaster relief community in Turkey and also globally. And we continue today to coordinate with the stakeholders. So basically what it is, it's an API and it's also scanned images of where those detections have happened. Thank you. I appreciate you diving in a little bit of that technology. I love that space. Uh, first of all, AI. But uh, uh, geospatial is just awesome because we're seeing a lot of, you know, leveraging the AI along with some of the topology out there is able to, like you said, detect crises, whether it's a fire, earthquake, that sort of thing. So thank you for doing that. Emra, we're a technology platform. As I mentioned, you're obviously leveraging some of that new and emerging tech in your tech stack. Is there something you can briefly you could just dive into for us today? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, there's there's been a hype cycle in AI over the past uh, seven, eight years. But with the recent developments, it's really coming to fruition in terms of like getting from the science to the engineering, the actual products. Right. So moving moving down that stream has been kind of difficult, um, I would say, over the last 10 years. But the shift over the last few years in particular, if you look at the tech stack, has been uh, large language models and related transformer type models. So, and that's a shift from the classical deep learning framework. So you, in the classic sense, you would have certain types of deep learning frameworks uh, that were being used specifically for computer vision, also for NLP and some of the other segments, but those have kind of merged with LLMs. And what that means is 
you have large corpuses of information and really large foundational models in the different segments coming out. And that, that has really cracked the nut. And you see that with, you know, all the stuff that's coming out in terms of uh, a language and also uh, text to vision and, and now vision to text and so forth. We're in the vision space and it's slightly more complex. Um, and so that those segments have been really uh, shot up by these new developments and especially transformers. So that's the new thing. If you take anything from this, it's the LLM. So large language, language models, and th those are transformer models that have kind of accelerated the deployments and the, the generalization of AI as we move forward. And the impact it's having on our clients and users is enormous. And we've, we've moved into that as well. We've been working with uh, researchers and also kind of on, on the field. So there's been that shift from, from the classical deep learning framework type of thing to, to more of these transformer models. If that makes sense to your audience, I, I'd be happy to you know, discuss more what that means. Yeah. Thank you, Emra. I appreciate that. That's very, very helpful. We've got a lot of techies, nerds, geeks <laughs> in our audience, but we do like to dive into that a little bit. So thank you. And Emra, last question. Could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship? Yeah, it's, it, you know, first of all, whatever you choose to do, you, you learn a lot of things on, along the way. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of iteration that goes into it. Uh, and you, need to, you really need to be open to learning. We're older founders, but we've been through this many, many times before. And you learn something new every day, believe it or not. And, and th that has to do with uh, not only the technology, but also teams and human relationships and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of, you know, all that is shifting as well as we adopt more technology and we, as we adopt newer ways of doing things. So you need to be open to, to that type of iteration, I think. And it's also important to distinguish between being an entrepreneur and a professional. It's, it's different. And, and usually they don't mix very well. So it's important to choose what's, what's the best fit for you. And, you know, entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs, you know, we're, we're slightly you know, hectic, uh, kind of impulsive, uh, you know, visionaries and professionals, you know, kind of more analytical and kind of, you know, they, they run things very, very well. And I know those are grand generalizations, but you really need to know who you are uh, and what, what's the best fit for you. At any rate, you know, I would say get on the AI train. That's huge. It's the future. It will transform our, our lives fundamentally over the next 20, 30 years. And you know, I'd say don't miss this one. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you're in that space. So we've obviously can share quite a bit and speak to that. So again, thank you. And we do appreciate the invaluable gems you're sharing with our audience today. And Emra, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Pleasure is all mine, Brian. Look forward to speaking soon as well. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.